Bad boy, that's what's up. Welcome to the Blattcast. I am Christian Blatt on Twitter at ChristianDMZ, spending the majority of this episode with our resident bad boy himself, Captain EO, on Twitter at Jeff Duray. How does it feel to be our resident bad boy, Captain EO? Well, can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> hey! Uh... Unbelievably, still on assignment, Agent Starling on Twitter at WillSterling underscore. Don't forget at Coltrane Leaks for updates on Coltrane, although I don't think he's actually updating it. And you can always follow at BlackCast on Twitter, like The BlackCast on Facebook, and BlackCast.com for all the latest information and episodes, B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T. And uh, please interact with us because... We found that there are hundreds and some weeks, thousands of people listening to this show, and we don't hear from enough of you. So please uh, send us a note at Blatcast on Twitter. Now, Captain EO, uh, we're spending a lot of time helping people get to know you because you'll chime in with crazy stuff like, Oh, yeah, Steinbeck's my favorite author. And we're like, well, we didn't expect that. And we know about your history at Bad Boy School. And you talked recently about how eclectic your musical tastes are from gangster rap to classical. You didn't say death metal, but I'll throw it in there because that helps it seem more eclectic, you know? You know, I don't dislike death metal. So Like yeah, Slayer, Seasons in the Abyss? Sure. You'd be all right with that? I can honestly, with music, I can get into anything I, it, it just has to hit me at the right time. Because what is something that you're very surprised that you got into musically? Um, because something you're very surprised you got into at all, that would be Miriam. hey Thank you. Thank you. I guess, yeah, that was a surprise of that night. But <laughs> that, that was a big surprise. Was it a huge surprise? That's what she said. Aww. I set you up pretty good. You did. That was very nice. Um, uh, huh. I, honestly, that's a... It's, it's a good question. I think the classical, I think the classical is a little bit what throws people because I took like music appreciation classes in college and one of the And you things, think that had a lot to do with it, I assume? Uh yeah, I mean I studied classical music and stuff like that. And one of the cool advantages of going to school in Boston is that you have the Symphony Hall there and it's literally one of the top 5 acoustic venues in the entire world. Like, there's very few places that rival it in terms of the acoustics of the place. And getting to see world-class musicians play in a really, really good concert hall is just, it was a treat. And because I was a student and I knew how to, like, game the system, I'd pay, like, 10 bucks and get to see these people that... No, that's very cool, actually, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was awesome. I, I really enjoyed it. And, like, I, when I go skiing, I'll listen to a lot of classical music. Because that's interesting. Yeah, there's something about just like when an overture hits like the crescendo and yeah. you're just like about to go down a really steep hill and you're just, I don't know. Let me uh, take your beautiful musical allegory for skiing and um, cheapen it and bring it into the bedroom. Do you feel like that crescendo can be timed perfectly to classical music or is it really just more about some bad boy music when you're um, getting down? That's a good one. Uh, I don't think I, I don't really listen to as much classical when I'm getting down. But 
interesting story. So obviously David Bowie just passed away recently. Very recently. And for the week up into it, and it's not like I was never, it's never like I disliked Bowie. I just wasn't as familiar with his catalog. So I'd listen to songs and I'd be like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I like Bowie. Yeah. But, But I never really explored it. And so just out of the blue, I just was like, huh, I keep liking these songs and they seem like they come from the same album. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to buy The Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust. Great Basically place to start. Basically listened to it on repeat for a week straight, culminating in his death. <laughs> it was just like, and the reason the, bring this full circle, yeah. I found that to be one of the better albums to fuck to. Really? So the album as a whole or was it really just, you know... The album as a whole. Oh, um, I just didn't know if you know. Was... I'm not trying to be like, but like honestly, it's <laughs> I'm not the trying album to be. As, yeah, it's the album as a whole because it's got so many. Again, the crescendos. Yeah. It's got so many of those that you just like. If you're up there and like, okay, so uh, obviously, like you know, going out as a young man, you can get a little liquored up, and then you're just like, you get kind of tired, and then like, I don't know, I'll be. Um, so, yeah, I'm just going to get really into this, I guess. Uh, so I will be banging a chick, and I will be really sleepy because I'm very drunk. And I'll be, like, kind of, like, losing steam because I'm just like, I can wake up, bed now? I'm like, right. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, a crescendo would happen, and I'd be like, oh, yeah, 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 let's do this. <laughs> and uh, so that was very helpful. Now... What kind of music would you listen to when you would be in the biblical sense with Gonzo? Ooh, um, I was listening to a lot of like Frank Ocean around that time. Interesting. So, so like more of the R and B soul yeah. stuff. And she was just happy with whatever. Yeah, she's like. So it's it's interesting. Um, you know, I I was a bit of a late bloomer. I didn't lose my virginity until I was nineteen. And then I only slept with, like, two girls before I got this really serious girlfriend who was a virgin. And I was very patient. I didn't pressure her. And I dated her for three and a half years. No sex. And I was not a virgin at that time. So It is not easy. No, it is not at all. Now, did I get infinity blowjobs? Yes. But... So it's not like I was selling it. I was just like, you know, hey, good for you. That's really difficult, especially in your early 20s. It's one thing when you're a little bit older and, you know, you have to wait for a little while because you're like, well, you know, she'll she'll feel like she's ready when she's ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then you're infinity blowjobs. So. <laughs> yeah. So that was, makes it a lot easier, doesn't it? It, it did make it a lot easier, yeah. but it's, that's it's like, still uh, hard. That's like I'm on this diet, but... Uh, <laughs> You know, I'm really doing a good job sticking to it. I mean, I got a shit ton of cupcakes, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, it, it definitely, it's definitely awesome, and it, and it was. <laughs> so it was, it was. I never really was like complaining about it, but at the same time, when it's like, okay, yeah, I've gotten infinity blowjobs, like, but I would like to put it in the whole other. And hole. if you had never had that, it. Maybe would have been easier, but it would have been a the, lot easier. But there's also the other argument that you would have still never had it, and you're like, "Well, I'm with this girl." Mm-hmm. I think if I had been a virgin, though, I think she would have given it up a little bit easier, because oh. I think that bothered her that I wasn't and that she was, because she was like, "We were really serious. Like, we moved out here together and everything. Like, there was there was a lot going in the relationship. Yeah, and uh, we were very serious about one another. But then it just definitely 
bothered her that I had these like other experiences because she was the type of girl who wants to have experienced everything together. And it used to drive me insane because yeah. it's, it's sweet at first. But then when you can't watch any episodes of a TV show <laughs> because she starts working all the fucking time and you're just like, I'm at home with nothing to do. And you're telling me not to touch the DVR. No, I refuse. I would just watch them without her and then pretend I hadn't seen them. Well, if you learned anything from... Well, if our friend Will could have learned anything from you, it's that if you watch something you're not supposed to, Take pretend to you haven't. Credit. Yeah. You can't then say, like, by the way. Yeah. No. That's why when, when he said that, I was like, fool. You are a fool. Yeah. Well, when he told me about it originally, I was like, you're being very foolish. Now... Would there be some shows that you're like, okay, I can wait for that one, but then other ones that you're like, I have to watch this right away? Yeah, I mean, it was like, you know, you, you get into certain shows and it's like the zeitgeist and you're just, now you're you're being held off. I guess it was, it was especially, I think, because we watched a lot of shows together and, and some of the ones I can remember were like 30 Rock and Office, you know, the typical ones yeah, sure. that everybody was watching. So every week, everyone wants to talk about the new episode. Like, oh, did you see what happened? Like, no, I didn't because my stupid cunt girlfriend won't Yikes. let me watch them. <laughs> yeah, I just went right for that. <laughs> you did. Now, let me ask you a question. So, She hated that word. <laughs> uh, most do, by the way. Not anymore. Really? Honestly, yeah. Oh, you, yeah, you were more plugged into the younger set than I am. So. The, the, the women have taken that word back. Good for uh, them, by the so way. these years. Yeah. And, and, and maybe it's just the crowd I hang out with, but by not... <laughs> you hang out with a lot of cunts. I do hang out with a lot. <laughs> I hang out with a lot of self-professed cunts. Honestly. The, the, Fair enough. My two old roommates, two female roommates that I had, called the their area the cunt den. Wow. They, like, made their own hashtag yeah, that, on it. that is taking it back, by the way. Yeah. They are definitely taking it back. So it's like you can't offend them by using this word, and then now the word's lost all power. So uh, me being like, you fucking cunt, they'd be like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and. Go on. Yeah. Versus, like, uh, this this girl I was talking about, Sasha, um, I'd call her that, and it was, like, the end of the world. So <laughs> I can't believe you would do that to me. So you guys moved out here together. Mm -hmm. Do you still talk to her at all? Um, so we, when we broke up, it was kind of, I mean, it got a little, not like contentious, but I got really upset. So it was like New Year's 2012. She, we had kind of gotten back together the week beforehand cause she was on break. Uh, she works in the entertainment industry. So she had that two week Christmas time hiatus. That everybody gets except yeah. people in radio. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, so she had a bunch of time and I had bought, uh, like the no blackout Disneyland passes for Christmas the year before. Or, like, her whatever it was. Maybe it was uh, Valentine's. And so we still had, like, a couple weeks on them and had barely gone. So she was like, come on, let, let's go. Like, you use the passes and hang out a little bit. And then it was, like, falling back into relationships. Then New Year's happens. I had to work midnight to 8 a.m. New Year's Day. So, like, I was there for the countdown and worked the next day. At Happy New Year. I'm at work. Yeah, by mm. myself. Awesome. Uh And she calls me about 5 a.m. hammered. And he's like, I'm at this party, and I'll, can, can you come pick me up? I'm like, no, I'm at work for the next three hours. Like, I cannot do that. Yeah. I cannot leave. I'm the to only one here. Yeah. Like, there's no option. There's no emergency someone to do this for me. There's just me. And she's like, I'm just going to drive home. I'm like, please do anything but drive home. Like, call a cab, do whatever. This yeah. is kind of before the ride. And I was going to say, if this was a little bit later, she could have Ubered or whatever. But, yeah. yeah, not really then. No, and she was just like, eh, and I was like, please don't, like, just please wait. Like, sleep in your car. I will come pick you up in three hours. The second I get off, I'll come there. Just don't be an yeah, idiot. don't be stupid. Nope. 
drives home drunk. And I so I, in a panic, because she's not responding to any texts anymore after that, drove to her apartment right after work at 8 a.m. I'm just completely exhausted. All I want to do is sleep, but I'm in a panic. Get there. She's asleep on the couch because she doesn't sleep in her room because there's a ghost in there. And that's the type of person we're dealing with. And uh, <laughs> I love the matter of fact, like she doesn't sleep in her room because there's a ghost in there. Yeah. And how uh, long were you with this girl? Three and a half years. I know. That was three and a half things. It was good. Yeah. Uh, and so then I just I just saw that I was like, "You're all right?" She's like, "Yeah, I'm fine." And I was like, "Bye." Close the door. Didn't talk to her for three years. I was just like, "Wow." I was because I was like, "How can you put somebody through that?" And and you're intentionally just terrifying me because I'll I don't like didn't want to be with you in a relationship capacity or yeah, anything. Yeah, but you but don't want her to you're, you I'm know. extremely we're extremely close. Like we were best friends before we started dating. So I'm like, yeah, I don't want you to die in a car accident. Like sorry that I'm such a dick. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, I didn't talk to her for a long time and then we we picked up like last year and then the last time I talked to her was like September of this past year. Yeah. Uh, I went to Cinespia. Have you been to Cinespia? Yeah. Oh, I've seen some great movies there. It's, that is the Hollywood Forever Cemetery where I've talked about, in particular, I've talked about how I, I saw Halloween there on Halloween. Mm -hmm. But uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure was probably my favorite one because uh, much of the cast were there. So that was very exciting. But anyway, so you went to Cinespia back in September. And was she there? So or did well, you go with her? I well, I went with a group to go see. It was the Back to the Future one and two. They were doing a double feature for the thirtieth anniversary, and I was there with a bunch of people, uh, including uh, one Pepe. And, oh uh, yes, Pepe Pepe Le Pew, Pepe Le Pew, the skunk. And uh, she did happen to be there. She sees me. I didn't see her. She was sitting like up in front of yeah. like, a little bit of ways from me. Uh, our group and. Uh, and I'm just like sitting there, like hanging, BSing. And then, like, I hear this like tap on my shoulder from behind me. And it's like, hey. And I was like, what? Turned around and see her. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> I haven't seen you in three plus years. This is crazy. And I like get up and I had to like talk to her and give her a hug. Uh, now, like, we had talked, so I knew what was going on in her life a little bit. She makes me wave hello to her new boyfriend, who's still over yeah, at, like, didn't their come area. Over. Yeah. And uh, I was just like, okay. Uh, and then, like, we talked for a little bit. It was a little awkward, and then she left. And then later on, we're, I was, like, messing around with Pepe Le Pew, and uh, Pepe was recording something for Snapchat. And then, like, later on when we watched it, Sasha had walked right behind us, like, in the film. And I was like... That's amazing. That is creepy as that shit. That is super creepy. Uh, and I told her it was super awkward. She made me wave to her boyfriend. I was like, yeah, that was awkward. And that was, like, the last conversation we've had. So that makes my next question this much more significant. You know, she might... Is she your Facebook friend or... Yeah. Okay. So, you know, we'll post this episode to Facebook. I'll tag at Jeff DeRay... Captain EO's real name and she might see that and she might decide to listen would this be the first time she found out about the infinity blowjobs I think she was aware of them while she was giving them oh I thought that they were from other girls no oh Wait, that was... she, that's what I thought you were saying no 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 no, no. I wasn't giving you enough credit <laughs> oh, I no, thought no. the infinity blowjobs were from other girls no I you good know good for you alright that's much better good I've, for you I've never uh, cheated I've never 
done that. I just uh, you know who else has never cheated? Who? David Bujanski. Ah, uh, okay. Liev. Sure. Liev is very faithful. He's right. never cheated on anyone. Okay. <laughs> just wanted to say it because I knew it would make you laugh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, since this is the EO uh, cast, the EO there's, cast. there's obviously going to be like plenty of like emotionally like uh, uncomfortable breakdowns. The reason I will never cheat is because I found out that my father had cheated on my mother after he died, so posthumously, when his uh, mistress came to our house. Uh, like this is before the funeral, so like very shortly after right. he died came to our house knocked on the door i answered uh went and got my mom was like oh hey this lady wants to come and talk to you uh they were co-workers my dad and this lady and uh, so my mom knew who she was and she goes in front of me and my sisters are all right there in front of us goes yeah i just like wanted to let you guys know that um he didn't love you and that he was going to run away with me before he died but i think you need to know that i think you needed to know that or maybe it's that you the one saying it felt like you really needed to you know she needed us to know that that but also that was never gonna happen of course like, not it was i mean come on the the cheating handbook is that you always say that <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's actually page one <laughs> it's weird i think i think liev wrote that book but anyway it's just <laughs> like on page one you know that that's what you should do so so yeah ever since that yeah. happened i was just like well i'll never do that i i have a friend who i'll keep it vague uh found his dad i think it's as tacky as like in the hot tub with another woman like the jacuzzi like in the backyard one of those like super tacky i think that's worse yeah way worse and then he had to decide whether or not to tell his mom and i think he did tell his mom because i don't know i mean come on it's like what me and dad are gonna have this secret about I don't think you don't, so. You don't bro code with your dad. You can't, like, bro, I'm yeah, sorry. Right, exactly. <laughs> you can't bro code with your dad, you know? I mean, there's, there's, that's, there's no broception there. Yeah. Like, you gotta, <laughs> there you there's definitely go. no broception. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. So, yeah, just. I've anyway, so that, well, uh, that, you know, that's that right. helps a lot. So, <laughs> that, that, there went the significance of that question. Cause I, you said if infinity blowjobs, I'm like, oh, from like anybody. And, and no. I should have asked that at the time. You know what? I judged not a book by its cover, but I judged a book because I'd read a few pages of it and I thought I knew the whole book. Mm-hmm. But I was wrong. I think, isn't, isn't it ironic? Well, I guess not ironic at all. Isn't it the Atlantis more set version yeah, the, of ironic? Don't you think? That uh, the whole point was to get to know a little bit more about me. And I'm getting to know a little bit more about you. It's like, right! <laughs> Sorry. I, I pulled away from the mic when I did that. Uh, no, I loved it. Um, That's okay. People heard it or didn't. Anyway, so, yeah. all right. So I think the worst thing I did or the closest thing I did do to cheating yeah. was when I was with Gonzo. Because uh, we were never actually together together. wait you and gonzo weren't together no yeah that was just sort of a i broke up with this girl or this date went bad or whatever it started off as like i was all about gonzo so gonzo moved in with me oh see i didn't even realize this part oh yeah so i I only you know like you fast forwarded through chapters through episodes one and three of the netflix series of jeff and gonzo Mm -hmm. i just started an episode because you came in at the most entertaining part i kind of did yeah like it's like in jessica jones it's like once kilgrave's actually there and being in the scenes Mm -hmm. not the 
Kerbrock, Jessica. And we both stole that from you, Agent Starling. But you know what? You're not listening because you're not in the episode, so you would never listen. <laughs> so it doesn't matter that we stole it. It's not really stealing on Twitter. It was stealing underscore. See, I gave him a plug. Anyway, so yeah, I came in at the wrong part of this series. Mm-hmm. So you guys moved in together, you and Gonzo, because you liked her. No, 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 no. So okay. uh, it went like this. Uh, I moved in with one of my roommates, um, or I moved with one of my roommates. So I was living in a house in Glendale with four, uh, three other people, and then me and one of those people moved into my current place. And before I had decided to move in with uh, that roommate, um, she had already looked to find a new roommate because originally I was just going to strike out on my own, but I couldn't find anything that fit in my budget. So I was like, hey, uh, in L.A., it's a lot easier to find a decent place if you have roommates. So yeah, sure. can I live with you guys, like find something for three people? She's like, sure. I just got to ask this girl that uh, I'm going to live with uh, who she had found on Craigslist. So then it, it all worked out, found a place, moved in. So I had never met her, Gonzo before. Okay. And then I met her uh, just like in the process of finding this place and then like moving into the place and her moving out here from uh, Maryland where she grew up or lived. And um, day she was all like, so Gonzo was, always made this thing of like, no, I've never slept with a guy that I wasn't friends with for like many months and all these things. Like she thought she was so <laughs> hoity-toity. Day two, I fucked the shit out of her. <laughs> Day two of knowing her. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, 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 I'm information gets passed along through, you know, things that are under the bro code. Guys will tell you stuff. You get the impression that girls very often and look, you know, maybe guys will say something similar because for whatever reason they think that they want you to hear this. And ladies, I'm not characterizing all of you, but I think that there are some who will say, you know, I don't usually do this sort of thing. And then you really get to know them, and you go like, "Oh no, they kind of do." You know, this was not their first rodeo, mm-hmm. because if it's your first rodeo, you are not going to start off with reverse cowgirl. No. See how I took the rodeo I, I and put them both together? I didn't even know rodeo. I had that. Nice. Anyway, <laughs> it's a lot of like, "Oh yeah, I don't do that." You mm-hmm. know, I would never do that. Mm-hmm. And then the situation comes, and comes. well, the situation comes. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe Liev was supposed to visit us and he's like oh I went home <laughs> fuck I forgot oh I went home across the street yeah across the street by the way so I was just like I was like Shh, be quiet Jeff and I are still recording and he's like okay have fun I was like okay that was when you're supposed to say oh I'll come back nope not a chance uh, but yeah so I liked it better when it was Graham and Deborah. anyway what were you going to say <laughs> um, yeah so, uh, so so day two yeah yeah banged it out day two and um She's really cool before you really get to know her. Um, <laughs> this was only two days. Yeah. Maybe it would have been better if she'd spent a few months getting to know you, and then you would have realized, like, oh, wait. Yeah. Well, she's, you know, she's she's all surface, no substance. So it's, like, on the surface, like, likes to drink whiskey, likes to play video games, likes to watch Star Wars while we bang. Uh, you know, all sorts of things that I was like, wow, this chick is really cool. She's down to earth. And then I realized that, like, no, she just has no actual, like, contributions or opinions of her own. She's just going to do whatever thing that I decide I want to do and then pretend that she's always been into that. Which is, look, girls, like, that's cool sometimes, but, like, that wears thin really fast. And then when I find out, like, your whole personality and knowledge of all things is just shit (laughs) because you've got nothing going on for you and you're basically fucking 
retarded, uh, it's not going to work out. And so that happened with Gonzo, and it was like, but I, my problem is I fall, I fall hard and I fall fast. And I was still like right in the midst of that when she came into my life. So I was all about it. And we had this like whole tumultuous, like I wanted us to be like more of a thing. And she was not about that at all. Really? And so it was back, back and forth, back and forth until finally I, I was like, no, I'm over this. And then she was like, no, but I love you. And I want us to yeah. be together. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's been five months of you t- like rebuking me. And now you want to be together. It's never going to happen because like I, you, you don't understand is I'll take so much shit. But once you cross the line, the line's been crossed forever and when i first knew you early on when i knew you uh you were with the girl whose arm you broke now i know <laughs> allegedly she broke her arm something you know you're well, friends she, with bujenski i'm sure was, you broke her arm she was talking back and <laughs> i wasn't gonna have that <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because like you used to be able to laugh about something like that because you mean you know like oh we don't mean it but now it's like hmm, someone should write an apology but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was going to follow up with a bad joke that we used to tell along those lines, but I won't. Did because I have, it's have a I better... ever shared my very favorite Gonzo line that happened while I was at work at Dennis? No, I know. I I'm sure I showed it to you, but Maybe it's you like did. probably the funniest joke to me that I've ever made in my life. And it was Gonzo texting me like we were back and forth, and I was telling her like "fuck you," I don't want to, I hate you, and all that whatever dumb shit. She was like, you've been nothing but a huge pain in my ass for the last five months. <laughs> and I went, thanks for calling it huge, but I only put it in your ass recently. I do remember you showing me that. <laughs> you know, look, sometimes you got to drop the mic even when you don't, you don't actually have a mic. A huge mic. So we fast forward to more recently on the black cast we've been talking about there's another girl that you had seen and this is not miriam this is after miriam you met a girl Mm -hmm. and you were spending some time with her this was the girl like doctor who yes and you started watching it Mm -hmm. now are you still watching the show and are you still with the girl i will still watch the show okay uh, I haven't watched it recently because I binge watched all of Mr. Robot, which is one of my favorite shows. Ever I hear now. that it's great. It's, it's actually unbelievably yeah, good. it's really really good show. In the general sense of somehow, my wife and I want to find time to watch it. But I, I watched it all on on demand. They had the whole first season on on demand right now. Oh, so. that's great. That's actually really good to know. Um, yeah, I definitely. I couldn't recommend it more. Like it's just. Very enthralling. It's a really bad name for a show. Yeah. It, it's easy to kind of dismiss it at that, but so many people have said it's great. Um, and, yeah. yeah. So that, anyway, Mr. That Robot. And it being on USA, you just like, you don't always expect USA to put out like that hard hitting of a drama. But don't they have characters welcome? Yeah. Characters so, are welcome. You know. And I like a lot of USA shows. And you but like I some just, characters. This show, I would liken it closer to like an HBO show in okay. terms of its intensity. That's, so it just, that's high praise. Yeah. So... You've been watching Mr. Robot yeah, I was, instead of yeah, and I mean among other things, I've just been busy lately. Um, but I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch Doctor Who. It, uh, you know, the girl who liked watch or uh, Doctor Who. I never watched an episode with her. Oh, um, and I am not seeing her anymore. I don't know why that's a thing, but it's <laughs> actually it's I a actually turn I, of events. I just broke it off this week on Monday. I called her and told her I didn't want to like keep seeing her anymore um because and i i know you and the listeners will appreciate this story this is another one of eo's 
classic moment. <laughs> so, <laughs> we'll, get the, we'll get the bell for that. Yes. So, um, I was already kind of, like, not feeling this girl as much. Like, she was just a little, like, meh. You know, I might have seen you guys since this happened. But um, I was already not feeling it so you much. You told me a story about she was complaining about the cold. Oh, yeah. So I was that was already annoying me. Yeah. Um, so this happened, uh, it was right before New Year's Eve. Uh, we went on a date because I think she could sense that I was less interested. And um, so she planned out this whole interesting date, and I was really impressed by it. She, she did a really good job. So we went to go see a double feature at a drive-in movie theater. Uh, it was Daddy's Home and Point Break. So not like great movies, but I wanted to see both of them, and it was only nine bucks for both. Where did you go awesome. to a drive-in? Was it uh, up north or what's it? The City of Industry. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. And uh, so we go there. We take her car because she's got like a Honda Element, so it's got more space in the back. Put the seats up. She brought blankets. She bought me my own meat pizza because she knows I will not eat vegetables, you not, and you also not share. And I will also not share. <laughs> she gave me a whole large pizza. That's good. Got like all sorts of snacks, all sorts of stuff, and like really went all out. I was, I was like, wow, okay, this is changing my opinion a little bit. Watch the first movie. Um, Which one was first? Daddy's Home? Daddy's Home. Okay. And get, like, a good ways into it. And, like, earlier, for reasons I'm not going to get into, because it's just weird, uh, she was like, no, I can't have sex. Like, can't have sex uh, tonight. Um, And I was like, okay. Girls say that all the time. They never mean it. Uh, And so... And we end up having sex during uh, <laughs> during Daddy's Home. In the car, obviously. By the way, during it, did you say to her... Daddy's home. I did not. Huge How super opportunity. creepy would that have been? But amazing. But, well. but you do realize now I'm going to use that when it comes out on Redbox. <laughs> I'm going to rent it just to do Daddy's that. Home. Daddy's home. Daddy's <laughs> home. Ooh, awful. Um, and so yeah, so end up end up having sex during that, and which is cool. It was closer to the end when we when we did it. Um, now the problem is we're at a drive-in movie theater. That's like a family place, and there's people wandering all around. So when right before the se- start of the second movie, she's like, I want to have sex again before the movie starts. I was like, this comes, comes. <laughs> this is after the I won't or can't have sex tonight. Not the only fir- is there the one, yeah. and now there's like, well, let's get one more in before uh, before Johnny Utah takes us to Point Break Land. Yep. And so I was like, I was a little bit like, mm, uh, mm. like. It was a short turnaround, so it wasn't that I couldn't uh, make it happen, but I don't think I was going to cross the finish line. And so I was like... these are important things. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was just like... In my head, Cassidy, I was, like, was not a piece of meat, ladies. You mm-hmm. gotta, you know, you gotta nurture that thing. Look, honestly, uh, and I, <laughs> this is how I've explained this when I've told this story before. I can make love to a girl like one time, and then if it's gonna happen again, and all subsequent times afterwards, if there's not enough time in between, I'm gonna have to fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> and like that's, I'm a bigger guy, so that's not like a good look in a little car. Surrounded by people who are like walking back and forth, especially right before the next second movie. So everybody's going to get their snacks. There's yeah. children like 20 yards away. Very true. And so, you know, I'm going the second time because, you know, I'm not going to quit. So I'm going the second time and I'm just like, we keep 
keeps going, and it's like every time I start to like build up some steam, the whole car's shaking, and I'm just like looking around, paranoid, getting in my head, and so I'm like, you know, I'm not going to be able to finish. So eventually I'm like, I stop, and I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't think I'm going to be able to finish. And she's like, <coughs> so then she's just throwing a hissy, and, and then she like pushes me over and then starts giving me a blowjob. And I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, you know, she hadn't done that before, uh, so I was like, all right, let's see what you got. <laughs> and uh, um, so that's happening way too fucking aggressive, especially considering we just basically had sex twice. And so, you know, you get a little extra sensitive uh, down there. Ladies, I hope you're taking notes. These are important things to know about your man. <laughs> yeah. And so. Or fellas about your man, too. Hey, you know. <laughs> yeah, no judgments. Yeah. Um, Bajanski. <laughs> taking anal. Um <laughs> So she's just going like way too intense and it's like really uncomfortable. Like it, it hurts basically. And I was just like squeaming around in the yeah. car. I'm like, ah, fuck. So eventually I like basically stop her. I'm like, you know, it's just like really intense. It's just like too much. I, you know, I'm, it's not going to happen. Like it's, it's just too intense right now. I'm too sensitive. And she was like, what? You don't want a blowjob? And I was like, well, that's not what I'm saying. And she's like, then I just shut up. I, <laughs> it goes right back to it. Wow. And then She's like, no, I just don't. You're, you're just like, I just don't want this one. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I, have, I have infinity under my belt as established earlier. <laughs> so that she starts going back at it. And I'm just like, I'm moving all around. Like, ah, like, you know, universal signs of this isn't Discomfort, going Discomfort, well. yeah. And, and look, that's you know, that's for not just that specific activity. Mm-hmm. There, there's body language that says, "Oh yeah, this is uh, this is not going well." No, no. And uh, so, so, so she's going again, and I'm like squirming around, and in my head, all I can think is like, I either need to like force something out of me, or I need this to just end. Like, I need to go soft because this isn't gonna. This is just awful. So the second one happened, and I was because I was just like I, it was in pain, like it was kind of excruciating, and I just like went down in her mouth, and oh, she did not take that well at now, all. Now, to be fair, I can't blame her for not taking that well. I can't blame her. She's not taking into consideration all the extenuating circumstances, but that's basically saying one, you're not good enough at this, which I guess in this case was true. That uh, I'm able to sustain my enjoyment, and that's basically that's a, that's insulting, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah, yeah. I, I see. I see that she's under that she's upset, but obviously Fair where enough. you're coming from, yeah, coming not coming from. Where I'm not coming where you're from. not coming from. Yeah. <laughs> well, but okay. I look. I totally understood initially, like that response of being like, ah, oh, but this is what she did. <laughs> Literally, ah. Oh. Oh. So she just, like, sits, looks at me, just, like, with a disgusted look in her eye, like, how dare you? She's like, that's never happened to me. Like, why would you do that? I'm like, what? No, I told you. Oh, it it doesn't work that way. It was just intense. We don't get to make it like that. It's not like, hang on, let me will that. So then she, like, rolls over, starts crying. I'm like, yeah, I'm, like, consoling her with everything I've got. I'm like, look, it's all my fault. Like, it was just too much for me. I can't, like, it was great i'm sure like any other time that would have been perfect blah 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 nothing 
She's not having any of it. Go through the entire movie, and I, she's just unconsolable. Like she's she's cry stops crying after a little bit, but then it's like every time I try and like lift the mood, just not gonna happen. I'm trying to be extra goofy and positive. Nothing. Nothing. I'm trying to talk about the movie, change the subject. Nothing. End up fin- uh, the movie finishes, unlike me. And um, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I didn't even have to get there. No. <laughs> Neither did I. And uh, we, we were just sitting in the car. I, I one last ditch effort as we're leaving the the um, area, and I just go. So like, oh, I thought this about the movie. Try and start another yeah, completely unrelated Absolutely. conversation. She does gives me nothing. Nothing. Sit for an hour car ride oh, in Jesus. silence, just silence. So the whole way home, I'm just thinking like, when will this be over? Like, get yeah. me home, get me out of here. Fuck this. Uh, get home, jump out. I'm like, all right, sweet dreams. Have a good one. Bye. And just like take off, go to walk the dog I was watching. Um, and then she texts me, can you come back out here? Now, look, I know exactly what the lady wants. She wants me to sit out there in the car, have a whole long fucking conversation about bullshit, <laughs> listen to all her little like cries about how she doesn't feel good enough. And I was like, people didn't think I was pretty back in high school. So now, like, if a guy goes soft in my mouth, then I feel like I'm like a piece of shit. And it just takes me back to that place. And uh, like, It takes her back to all the times in high school when guys went soft in her mouth. Yeah, well, take a hint. Bitch. (laughs) (laughs) So I just told her, I was like, I'm walking meatball. Like, uh, you know, whatever you want to talk about, let's talk about it when you've slept. Basically being like, no, I'm not going to come. Like you already know. And (laughs) I just didn't want to have the conversation. She apologized. I acted, I said it was all cool and it was. And then I kind of just gestated on it for a couple of days and was like nah that wasn't cool I already wasn't like sold on this and your reaction like while initially understandable went too far over yeah. the top that I'm just like you know I, I'm not looking for something this complicated and frustrating I I barely want to date anybody right now yeah. so I especially don't want to date you did you say that to her? No. I no. was much, much nicer. I, and she, Good for you. She asked me why, and it was like really hard to explain. She was like, well, is it, it was really hard. Incident? Unlike you. Yeah. Oh. And yeah, so I just told her, I was like, you know, I just don't feel like uh, it's there, whatever. Blah, yeah. blah, blah. Needless to say, the chick I'm seeing now gives the best blowjobs <laughs> in the world. Uh, how long was the uh, the the layoff, pun intended, between the breakup, which you said was Monday? Yeah. Um. Well, isn't it Thursday? <laughs> yeah. So what had happened was, <laughs> I was never in like an actual relationship oh, with anybody. Okay. All right. And all right. So like, because there was never even we like had gone on dates it's funny so when i called her to basically be like i don't want to see you anymore but not in like the mean way of like i never want to see you again i was just like you know i don't want to be seeing each other like that she she told me she's like we weren't even dating because i told her i was like yeah i think you just kind of want to be a little bit more serious than i do and she's like we weren't even dating i was like okay uh then what do you call going on dates good point uh so the turnaround between these two girls was that whole drive-in incident happened Wednesday, and then Thursday was New Year's Eve, and that's the night that I met the other girl. I see. And who is this other girl? Wait. 
Is she the waitress at the... Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, you told us about... <laughs> yep. So the drive-in was the day before. Yeah. And then the girl who was the waitress at... Was it like a Wings place or what was it? Uh, it's like a German bar in Pasadena. Okay. And uh, so this is a few weeks in at this point. Yeah, yeah, like a week, right? Maybe two. I don't know. It's so I confusing. I think this is the second week. Well, because nobody knows when this is posted. So it's been like four months now. Yeah. Yeah. But honestly, by the, like, let's, sorry, audience, we're going to break the fourth wall for a second here. By the time this gets posted, who knows what's going to be happening. Yeah. <laughs> probably, right. You know, look, there could be a different waitress at a different German bar, you know? Yeah. Anything's maybe, possible. Maybe even a, a Spanish tapas place. Ooh, tapas. Yeah. Everybody loves tapas. <sighs> you know, I do love topless. Um, I know you're expecting it. Oh, ah, yeah! I had to make you wait for it. <laughs> yep. I don't even need to. Yeah, uh, that's all right. That's... <laughs> anyway, so uh, so you've talked a little bit about this girl. You talked about it when we had the wives here. Um, the uh, So you feel like a better situation than with uh, the girl who we only need to refer to as Doctor Who girl? Yeah. Um, so it's interesting, you know. As I said before, I was like, Mr. Romantic, always falling for girls and all that bullshit. Um, because it it does end up being bullshit. The whole rom-com lifestyle, like, as somebody who watched movies all the time, like, as a kid and growing up, you get kind of these impressions on what life's supposed to be like based on them. And you watch enough, like, rom-coms, you watch enough anything, you see these, like, this is how romance happens. Like, you're yeah. supposed to fall in love instantly, and you're supposed to this, that, and the other thing. And that's it, just not reality. It's not even a little close to reality. And so I kept trying to, like, play out this plot line with these girls that I was seeing. And it, all it led to was just, like, heartache for one of us and just a lot of frustration. So stopped doing, I stopped dating anybody for months. And then, uh, like, these two girls that I just mentioned are the first girls that I've, like, actually hung out with in, like, a date capacity at all. And this new one is just really chill she's very easy for me to be around uh because she doesn't require that much of me it's like we just kind of hang out watch movies is she and... is chill well you semi answered it by saying watch movies is she as chill as netflix netflix and chill yeah it's a that's very chill it's basically a netflix and chill relationship that's hey that's a recipe for chill mm-hmm. the only problem is that it's like um okay I, I hate saying shit like this because I I don't I'm not a braggadocious person like I don't I'm not trying to act cool for anybody but like I am um I girls have a tendency to fall for me after we have sex because I'm good at it and so not braggadocious at all you know what you're doing right there assuming because I don't know from experience. You're just stating some facts. You just dropped a truth bomb right here on the Blackcast. I guess so. Um, you know, and so the problem I'm having right now is this this latest girl. I'm worrying that she's starting to get, like, too invested. And while I think she's really cool and I'm willing to see what happens, I just don't want her to get too far to a certain headspace and me not to be there at all. And then right. have to, like, cut the cord and then her be like, but what I thought? And I'm like... No, that's why I specifically made a point of never responding with the same things you were saying. Like, I just don't. <laughs> she says stuff like, you're my very favorite thing. And I just like. Yes, I am. 
That's I right. am your favorite thing. That's I, how you should do it. The affirmative of like, I am really cool. I am the best. Yeah, I guess. And but then it makes me feel like a dick. And I like, I think she's a sweet girl. But I'm just, I'm not gonna sit there and compliment her too much because that guarantees she's gonna get the wrong impression about what I like, how I feel, and about where I'm at. And, and that's it's a it's a hard line to to walk. And I think. Having grown up with girls, I, I always got to see the other side where they always complain and think, like, all guys are assholes when it's like, no, you know, we're not necessarily assholes. Sometimes we're assholes. Sure. Yeah. There's the capacity. Maybe there's capacity in all of us, really. You but know? I, I just think, uh, you know, more traditionally, and I think as we go and women are more, um, I don't know if it's empowered or just kind of gaining a different perspective on, on sex and relationships – but, like, you just got to be okay with nothing, if that makes any sense. No, it's uh, actually very insightful, which uh, is, again, part of getting to know EO, getting to know Captain EO. We're getting to find out a lot more about him. The interesting thing you were saying about watching the rom-coms and trying to make a plot line, that is something that I have often felt, you know, some girls the unrealistic expectations that those movies set just lead them to sabotage things because it's like well it's not right i i just didn't feel that spark what you mean the really convoluted spark in the movie that you know is the the meat cute that the whole movie revolves around yeah it usually doesn't happen that way so you liked everything except for yeah, but there's that something extra. No, you're just being like a guy, and you want to see if there's something better out there. Just mm-hmm. say it, and that's okay. It's fine like, it's if perfect. you want. Yeah, as long as we could, if we could be more honest with our intentions, I think that'd be great. Yeah, but at the same time, I mean, I do get that because I'm sure that's hurtful. I'm sure a girl doesn't love to hear like, you know, you're cool, but I think I could find someone who is a little bit cooler for me. Yeah. Oh, you're aight, but yeah. you're not even all right. Yeah. You see how many less letters I used when I described what you are? I said you're I. Yeah. There's, I mean. And you, look, you can think of both. You can think of girls that are right, And then there are girls that are all right. And then there are girls who are all right. There's a lot of extra eyes. <laughs> giggity, giggity. <laughs> the, the, you know, so. Anyway. Boy, we talked a lot about uh, your love life, and it's like the mental notes I had is like, talk to him about authors. <laughs> authors. <laughs> because in that uh, Black Cast 150, when you just pulled out, pulled out, Bang. that uh, you're like, St- Steinbeck is my favorite author. And it's just like, well, great. But that's, you know, that wasn't the bad boy that we thought we knew. So who are some of your other favorite authors? Which to some people is more interesting than the last part of the conversation. Other people much less. Yeah. But we have a little bit of everything for everyone here on the podcast. Get to know me a little. Um, a little. I do. I really love Steinbeck. I've read a lot of his books. Um, I'm a big fan of Chuck Palahniuk. Now, I know a lot of people the, hate that. That's the Fight Club guy? Yeah, or, yeah. He's got a bunch of other books. Yeah. And a lot of people hate it because it's like, I don't think it spoils anything. I think you'd figure this out really fucking quick. There's a lot of twists. Like his books end with a lot of twists. Yeah. However, what's I, his name? Chuck. Chuck Palahniuk. Chuck Palahniuk is Tyler Durden. Spoiler yeah. alert. And um, the the thing I like about his writing style is that each of his books, he kind of tries to make them their own little like thematic thing. So one of the first books I read of his was this book Rant, 
and the whole thing is basically told almost like it's a documentary. Like, it's in these little excerpts told by different people about events that happen. And sometimes you get the first person, like, the people who the book's really about, this guy, um, Rant, and uh, it's it's just fascinating. And he's got another book, Survivor, where right in the beginning of the book, he's like, at this guy, the narrator who everything's about, it's like, I'm about to die. I am crashing a plane. And then... All the pages are countdown. So the first page is like 289 and the last page is one. And Oh, wow. You basically, like, you get wrapped up in the story and forget what's going to happen. And then the payoff is the payoff. Like, And there's always the idea of like, well, maybe he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, and this is the point where I was about to crash. And then suddenly, you know. Yeah. So well, that's no, great. He's not cheap like that. So so I like I, I, I like a lot of his stuff. Um uh, did you ever watch the Dexter series on Showtime? Uh, I did not. I uh, I've had it recommended the first four seasons anyway through, that is the, exactly through the John correct. Lithgow season. I've been told. Yep. Um, I'm so old school. I actually have DVDs of all of those that I got from Showtime. They sent over a bunch of stuff, promotional stuff. And I have them all, and I was like, I'm going to sit and watch those. And it's not something I need to watch with my wife because it's too scary for her. But now I run into the problem like well, I can't watch it with my son around. No. So the, you know, it's definitely been pushed pretty far back. It's down one the of those queue. shows you start and it's really off-putting. Like I watched the first episode and I was like, "This is weird and stupid." Yeah, and then a couple in, I was hooked. Um, and I loved to that show. I watched all of it. Uh, did was not super pleased with the ending, uh, but it's uh, it's actually based on a book series. Well, at least the first season of Dexter is basically completely ripped off from the first book of the Dexter book series, except they have completely different endings. And then the book series goes off on its completely own direction, and then the show has its own direction. And the books, I started reading after I had started watching the show, and I loved them. They gave, like, a whole different perspective on this character. It's a whole different, like, storyline of how these things transpire. Uh, and it's by this guy, Jeff Lindsay, I think. And those are really interesting to me, too. I just like things that are unique or grab my attention. The last book I read was... Freedom by Jonathan Franzen, which is, um, it's just all about this family that's from Minnesota. And it, you kind of get little glimpses into each of the people, like the the wife, the husband, and then the, um, the son. And there's a daughter too, but she doesn't really get much attention in it. But it's, it's just fascinating to, because you basically go through the entire like life drama of this family you gain a little perspective. You hate people. You love them again. It's it's just very realistic in how relationships and attachments and emotions work. Um, I can't think of the name of the author, but I read the books for um, Youth in Revolt. They made one movie. I saw that movie. With Michael Cera. Yeah. Well, there's books, and the there's a Youth in Revolt book, which is, the book is a solid, like, 600 pages so the movie encompasses almost nothing like there's i remember liking the movie well enough not to the extent that i remember the movie very well but i was i I don't know i don't think i walked away with a feeling of like oh that was garbage i I remember liking the movie but i don't remember hardly anything about it it's a good movie uh it's definitely entertaining but the books are way better and this character nick twisp is just oh yeah i forgot his character name until you just said it which is a great character name Mm -hmm. and there's uh there's actually a scene in the book. Spoiler alert! If anyone's going to read it, um, there's a scene in the book where Nick gets raped by another boy, and yikes! I was fucking 
outraged because I was just like reading it and I was like, oh, this is a funny because it's a kind of comedic book. Right. And you're just like, oh, this is interesting. Wait, he did what? He fell asleep. He put him out. His butt hurt. Why? Why did this happen? And I like for a week afterwards, I was just like pissed at the book. I was like, why would you do that? Why would you do that? It was just, it was rough. I'm sure more for him than, than me, but. <laughs> I don't even know if that deserved the ding. Well, you know what? Yeah, for what Nick went through, I guess he, yeah. he earned it. So those are just a few of my favorite those books. I just kind of, I read a lot of stuff. I've read well, all of the um, Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobes, the C.S. Lewis stuff. I've only, I, I don't know. I was thinking that I read it when I was a kid, but you know, I think I just saw the cartoon version on HBO, which made me feel like I had read it. That's the only one of those stories I know. I know they made you know live seven. action movies. Oh fucking movies! The the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe movie I thought was all right. Yeah, but yeah. The but movies the, aren't. I mean, come on. Yeah, the books are fascinating until you realize that they're all like an allegory for Christianity. It's all Jesus. Yeah, I mean, C.S. Yeah. Lewis. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. then you're just like. If you're like me, you're a little bit like, oh, really? Yeah, like, ev- just- does everything have to be, <laughs> hey, does everything have to be the son of the creator? Why don't you do something else once in a while, CS? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I read, a, I actually read a lot at Bad Boy School because we had a library there and there wasn't a lot to do. So I just spent a lot of time reading books. Like, I read 1984. I read That's Brave a great New book. World by yeah, Aldous That's, Huxley. 1984 was uh, summertime reading for my AP English class. So mm-hmm. uh, I sure read 1984. And, uh,. It's great because it's like one of those things that you hear referenced so much, you know, and it's like, oh, big brother. And then, you know, I bet if I read it again and I, you know, I haven't read it since. If you read it again, you'd realize that we're living in the big brother Yeah, that's literally what I was about to say. Our cell phones are those little fucking TVs. The people on the Internet that we were recently talking to Christian Toto about, the people who smack down any of your independent thought and want you to conform. No, it's. Yeah, I think it would be fascinating to read it. Um 1984 by George Orwell, also the author of Animal Farm. Why not? You know, yeah, that's another send, good one. Send the kids out to the library. Um, yeah, no, that's a great book. And uh, Brave New World, you read in mm-hmm. Bad Boy School. So. I think um, for anybody who feels like they don't have a big vocabulary, or you know, I've had times in life where you just think about how, at least the way it's portrayed, people used to speak so much more eloquently. Yeah. They used to use so many more words and all these different things. Well, they read. And when you read, you'll find that you add a lot to your vocabulary and you become a lot better, um, more. I'm not. I'm really <laughs> fucking that up. <laughs> you're, you're a much gooder talker yeah. if you're a reader. Yeah, you become much more eloquent. Ah, yeah. No, it's very true. Um, It seems like you have a lot of time to read, too, because we've talked about how a lot of your responsibilities, and those are in air quotes at work, involve you sitting in a room and not being able to leave, Mm -hmm. but not really doing anything other than passively making sure that, you know, a commercial didn't misfire. I've done a good amount of reading here. Yeah, so as you say, you've done a lot of reading, you've been able to watch a lot of Netflix Mm -hmm. and chill. Yep. You can read and chill. And chill. I actually read that that thing that I gave you. I finished it here. Star today. Wars Shattered Empire. Yeah. I know. Well, I, I finished the Shattered Empire part, but then there's uh, a Leia comic and then a Star Wars, which is basically from A New Hope. It's like a comic version of the beginning of A New Hope. Oh, yeah. I'm looking at that right now. And uh, so I hadn't read those yet, so I figured I'd read them before. Oh, it's I funny. That back part, that's actually from, I think that's from the beginning. Yeah, that's from the beginning of the original Marvel comic. Yep. 
Oh, that's fascinating. Anyway, that's for uh, people who, when they read, they want to look at pictures. Star Wars Shatter Empire, recommended by our friend Rafe Gutman, a.k.a. Mark Hunt, who, it's always funny every time I do it. I just, it, always, it always makes me laugh. I think that was the only thing <clears throat> Liev liked about the Black House, was when I would take the pause in Mark Hunt's name. Mm-hmm. See, I didn't take the, the pause there, and it didn't sound right. You still did a bit of a beat. A little bit. I, I did a little bit. So, we've really, really gotten to know a lot about Captain EO in, uh, in, in this installment. And people maybe didn't know that this was going to be the all about EO. I know. Our listens are going to go way down. It's possible. <laughs> but, also, probably... Lady followers of at Jeff D-U-R-A-Y on Twitter, maybe here in the Los Angeles area, you know, that just finds you to be a complex individual who just wants to be loved. Is that so wrong? Yeah. Come on, ladies. Yeah. Uh, I will say I think I'm a great date. I, I've never been a boring date because I can just talk about everything because I guess you keep finding out I'm a little bit interested in everything. That's very true. Yeah. It's... I mean, just your classical music alone and your crescendos, <laughs> as it were. <laughs> as, be it as it is. Be it as it is, yeah. Uh, uh, dumb, broken arm chick. I, I had to write a... <laughs> she's stupid. Just I never knew listeners. she was... Oh, you know what? I do know she was stupid because I made a joke. Like, the time I met her... You remember this? I could, can I? I could say what her first yeah, name is because it doesn't work. Okay, Fucker. so her name you did. Her, her <laughs> name was Alex. Okay, and that's why that to me this was funny. I said you're a lot nicer than the Alex he met on Grinder. Well, she didn't know what Grinder was. God bless her. She just completely, and I was like, I said, I think I said it twice because I'm like, oh, it's lives and karaoke. I'm like, I think it's loud. And let me just say it again. She's like, what? I'm like, oh no, I misread this room. <laughs> and by this room, I meant the space between her ears. <laughs> uh, you were with her for a little while, though, weren't you? Like three months. Oh, in the in the Captain EO uh, scheme of things, three months is. Well, honestly, uh, I haven't had it since that three year one I was talking about. I haven't had anything last more than two or three months. Hmm. Yeah, that's it is what it is. Hey, uh, but that's all right. It gives you lots yeah, more time, less to... wasted time. You know, yeah. and it's not like it's a wasted. T- I always look at it as as long as I'm having fun in a relationship, it's not wasted time, and that's why it gets cut off at two, three months. Because if it's not fun anymore, then what's the point? Why would you still do it? Mm-hmm. And let's say that possibly for some, this installment of the Black Cast might not be fun anymore. I'm enjoying getting to know more about Captain EO, and I hope all of you are. Anybody who has questions can tweet me, at Jeff Duray. Yeah. That's that, the first time I've ever, like, gave myself a Twitter blast. You should. That's, you know, that's what this is all about. It's all about uh, getting into contact with our fans. Eh, fans always sounds weird. Our listeners, our friends, mm-hmm. our radio friends. I'm, I am supremely honest about everything so i'll pretty much answer any question see now take that into consideration any question that you have for at jeff duray um he'll just need to compile them and make sure that uh he keeps track of these questions that you that all y'all ask him and we'll answer them in a future blackcast. Mm-hmm. but for now 
We'll uh, say our goodbyes to Captain EO on Twitter, at Jeff Duray. But uh, we hope to uh, have the whole gang back together very soon. Uh, Agent Starling on Twitter, at Will Starling underscore, at Coltrane Leaks for all your Coltrane leakage, at Blatcast, B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T, on Twitter. You can like The Blatcast on Facebook. And you can always go to blackcast.com for the latest and the greatest. So we will see you next time on the Blackcast.